Welcome to 12 Minutes of Dauntless Commentary on Widely Unaccepted Truth from God's Word. Hang on to your Bible. I am Elsie Breeden, and this is Audaciously Unpopular. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that rejection is a feeling that is universally disliked. It is not fun to be rejected, whether it's from a church, a circle of friends, a job, an interview, a socially awkward happening in the grocery store, like anything that results in the feeling of rejection is not fun. And we tend to avoid it whenever it's possible. It's not comfortable. And because we dislike it so much, there is a fear that accompanies that we don't want to be rejected, so we just fear it. And we're so afraid of being in that situation that we tend to allow that fear to dictate what we do. And we approach situations with, like, I'd offer to help, but like, what if they don't really want it? I'd like to talk to that person, but like, what if they don't speak back to me? I have questions for my pastor, but what if he thinks I'm silly or... I'd like to work there, but eh, it's not really worth the whole interview process and being rejected, and so I'm just not going to try. Or I'd mention Jesus, but uh, what if what if they don't believe in him? Or what if they don't like him? Or what if they have church hurt? Or what if they get mad at me? Or what if they say mean things? And so this fear of rejection, I think if we're being honest, I, is something we all deal with. And if we start looking at our life and how we make decisions, especially in interacting with people, we may see that that fear of rejection controls more than we think it does. And we tend to guide our conversations or even guide our movements around certain people because we don't want to be rejected because we have that fear. We know how it feels. At some point in our life, we have felt rejection and it's not a good feeling nobody likes it and so we avoid it and sometimes we avoid it at the cost of sharing the kingdom and so that possibility of rejection it it's like it defeats us before we even try but I am here to challenge you today and to tell you something encouraging and that is rejection is not defeat rejection does not mean it's over rejection does not mean the end. It does not spell out the end of the book. It is not even the end of the chapter. It is just rejection. And so no matter what we say about Jesus, no matter if it's accepted or rejected, we are not defeated in that moment. If we step out to say, I'm going to share Jesus, regardless of how that word is received, if we have spoken the truth of God's word and we have spoken the gospel to someone, we are not defeated. They may not receive it. They may laugh us off. They may scorn us. They may call us names. They may even get angry with us and completely reject what we are saying. But take courage, my friend, because this is not defeat. So don't approach a witnessing encounter with this mindset of I'm already defeated because they might reject me. And so I'm just not even going to do it because what good is it going to be? What good is it going to do if they reject the words that I'm trying to say? I'll just not say them. No, my friend, you are accepting defeat that is not there. 
rejection or the possibility of rejection is not defeat. How do I know this? Because Jesus himself was rejected. Over and over and over in the Gospels, we see him rejected by the religious leaders, by the scribes, the Pharisees. We see him rejected by the rich. We see him rejected by so many people. And can you tell me that Jesus was defeated? Absolutely not. He was rejected to the point that he was sentenced to death. Obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you've never had rejection to that point. So we have not even received the rejection that Christ received. He was sentenced to death. But even in that, in that ultimate rejection, he was still not defeated. There is an empty grave. It is the ultimate explanation and the ultimate symbol of Jesus was not defeated. Yes, he was rejected over and over and over and over again, but that did not equate defeat. So as his representatives in this world, in Matthew, he talks about us being the salt of the earth and the light of the world and how that we are supposed to shine forth of his works and his goodness and show him off. That, that is essentially our job as Christians to show off Christ, to make him known, to make him famous. So in my life, if I'm looking at it and the people that I come in contact with, do they know Jesus because they're around me? Or am I so afraid of what they're going to think of me or how they're going to react to me if I let them know that I know Jesus, that I just leave that out? Do I try to keep him hidden? And here's the thing. In Matthew chapter 5, where he talks about us being salt and light, he says that you don't light a candle and then put it under something and hide it, but you you put it out where it can give light to everyone. And that's how it is. If we have Jesus in us and we know the freedom and the life and the joy that he brings, why, why do we think it's okay to hide that? Just because someone might reject it? Just because someone might not get it the first time that we share it? We're essentially putting a, a candle under a bushel, just like it talks about in Matthew. We're hiding it in a basket, and we're trying to contain this light of the world. We're trying to contain life itself in our mortal bodies. Like, why do we even think this is possible? If we truly have Jesus inside of us, and we truly know what it is to be born again and to be free from sin, then we should be representatives. And we cannot allow the fear of rejection or of someone making fun of us in whatever that rejection looks like. We cannot allow it to defeat us to the point that we just stay in our houses and we just keep this light shadowed and we just keep it inside because ah, I don't know what they're going to think of me. It's not, it's not about what they think of me anyway. It's about what they think of Jesus and getting them to know Jesus and showing them Jesus. So do the people in my life, do they know him? Do they know who he is? Is he famous in our conversations? Do I lift him up with the decisions that I make? Do I lift him up with the words that I choose to speak? Do I lift him up with the way that I present myself? Am I making him famous? Or am I hindered by this? Oh, I don't know what they're going to think. In John chapter 15, starting in verse 18, Jesus is speaking to his disciples before he goes to the cross, before that ultimate rejection. And he warns them, if the world hates you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, because of this, the world hates you. 
Remember the word that I said to you, a slave is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will also keep yours. That's the thing. We can't go around thinking that, well, they're not, if I say the word, they're not going to reject me. And if they do, there's something wrong with me. We are not greater than Jesus. And he was met with rejection so many times that he feels it's necessary to warn his disciples, hey, they're not going to like you. If you speak my word, they're not going to like you. But take courage. They didn't like me before they didn't like you. So you're not alone in this. And this is not defeat. This is not the end. In Luke chapter 10, verse 16, Jesus, again, warning his disciples and telling them, the one who listens to you listens to me. And the one who rejects you rejects me. And he who rejects me rejects the one who sent me. Jesus is saying, if you give the gospel to someone, if you share with them the truth of the, of the word of God and what I'm here to do, and you share with them how to repent and get saved and they reject it, they're not rejecting you as a person. They're rejecting Jesus. And so again, it's not about us being rejected. It's not about us having that feeling of rejection but it's that when we are trying to share jesus with someone if that word is rejected that should break our hearts because jesus who died on the cross to save them from their sin has just experienced rejection one more time the savior of the world who has never sinned who who didn't deserve any of those things that he dealt with on the cross that he suffered for me and for you when someone rejects him he is experiencing that again that same rejection all over again that should move us to have more of a burden for souls and more of a passion to share the gospel because it's not that they're rejecting us it's that they're rejecting him and so we need to approach this thing with a mindset of it doesn't matter if they say no. It doesn't matter if they, quote, reject me. And however that looks like, if they're making fun of me, if they blast me on social media, if they nitpick me, if they just aren't satisfied with anything I say, regardless of how they're rejecting the word of God, I'm going to keep telling it because rejection is not defeat. It's just rejection. Is it fun? Is it comfortable? It never is. But let's just look at it as what it is. It's just rejection. We cannot be defeated by it. The, the need for us to share the gospel, the need for laborers in this harvest is so great that we cannot afford to sit back and just fear the possibility of rejection. We cannot use it as an excuse to do nothing. It's just rejection. We have to brush it off, get up and say the word again. We have to get up and go out and, and preach the gospel one more time. Get up and say it to the same people and, and share the love of Christ and the gospel of Christ over and over and over. Walk up to someone else and say it again. Walk up to someone else and say, let me tell you about Jesus. Let me tell you about what he's done for me, how he saved me, how he redeemed me, how he has broken every chain of addiction and and changed me completely i'm not even who i used to be let me tell you about jesus and you know what they might not get it the first time they might not believe you the first time because the preaching of gospel to to those who do not believe is as foolishness but keep preaching it paul didn't give up jesus didn't give up you are in good company if your words are being rejected but it's just rejection so i dare you not to let that defeat you 